and welcome to episode four of the What the Fog podcast with Joe and Em. I'm Joe Ibert, and I am really pleased to welcome you to this episode where we'll be um, keeping it quick, keeping it sh- keeping it quick, keeping it short. Um, Short and sweet, but we just wanted to check in with you all before uh, the Christmas madness begins and uh, and and make sure that you are doing OK. Make sure that you're looking after yourselves and uh, and also just to give you a little roundup of things that uh, have been going on in the news as well in the menopause space. So um, Em is with me today from a very warm looking uh, Western Australia. How are you doing? Em? As usual. Yeah, usual, as my usual. darling. I'm always here from a very warm Australia, but lovely <laughs> to see you yet again. And you, I must put in, I must add here, viewers, I was going to say viewers, listeners, <laughs> it's taken us this long to get one because Mrs. Ibbert has been a busy lady <laughs> pinning her down to get this, uh, to get this date has been difficult. <laughs> so, uh, but we are here and I can't wait. Um, yeah. What have I been up to? Well, yes. I tell you what, it's just been a bit hot and crazy and I still find getting into the Christmas spirit in Australia a little difficult. Do you? Uh, yes. Going into an air-conditioned yes. shopping centre in my flip-flops and <laughs> my, or as they say of him, my thongs, my singlet, um, <laughs> to see Father Christmas and the reindeers. It's all just a little bit bizarre. Do you? And Someone yes, was <laughs> asking me the other day, in Australia, do you still have Christmas cards that have like um, snowmen on them and, and winter scenes? Now that is a very good question because I have stopped sending Christmas cards a long time ago, so I don't know. Um. <laughs> I'm more worried at Christmas about remembering my granddaughter's birthday two days later and thinking uh. birthday present, birthday card. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Yeah, and I'll let you know on our next podcast. Mm. Do we have Christmas scenes? Mm. Yeah, we'd like TV. some beach yeah. scenes. I think with you know Christmas hats and a Barbie. But, uh... Oh, I tell you what, my daughter, when she did her tree last year with with her boyfriend, that she wanted the whole English traditional thing, and he um, wanted his Aussie thing, so he bought little trinkets, you know, baubles, a little Santa on a surfboard. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, you just got to yeah. balance. They yeah. just balance everything over here. <laughs> so what are you? What anyway. are you doing uh, for Christmas? Um, just quick. I am. What are you doing? I am actually both. I'm not seeing either of my children. My son's away working. My daughter's on the East Coast. I will be seeing my daughter-in-law and my uh, lovely granddaughters because I'm currently living with them. So Mm. they don't really have a lot of choice on that. (laughs) I shall be here Christmas morning. Lovely. <laughs> um, and then, re- bizarrely enough, do you know, I'm going to spend Christmas Day with my friend Fliss from school. Oh, are you? Who is over here? (laughs) Who is over here because her daughter is in Western Australia um, at university, and they have ended up uh, hiring an Airbnb twenty minutes down the road. And so I was like, "Oh my goodness, can I come see you on Christmas Day?" And they were like, "Yes." Amazing. And it's going to be a very, very bizarre Christmas day. And well, not bizarre. It'd be lovely. Yeah. Very different. Very different. Very different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I'm presuming you're doing a whole. uh, a whole uh, shenanigans, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah are I know your family. <laughs> yes, yes. And we... I must admit, I now know more about your family after seeing your tradition in the best magazine. Oh, yeah. Which, yes. Joe, oh my word, I've known you since you were seven. I had no idea. No idea. I think no. I just assume people that know me well know that we do this because it's crazy. So, yes, I 
I hadn't realised I was on the front cover of Best Magazine. Uh, I knew I was in it, but I hadn't realised my a picture of me in a tea cosy with my hand up the back of a turkey was on the front cover of Best Magazine this week. So Claudia Winkleman, me. How good is that? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I d- go on. Give us a brief resume of the crazy yeah. thing you do at Christmas. So yeah. So so actually, this is something that maybe people can email us in about. Is there is there crazy Christmas traditions? Uh, I don't know why we do it. We've done it all my life. I'm 53 <laughs> years of age. We parade the pudding with the lit pudding. With um, and we sing Good King Wenceslas, and we did it one year uh, around. We live in a cul-de-sac, and we did it around our cul-de-sac. And um, our neighbour's front door was open. There were about twelve of us. We had uh, my mother-in-law with us and some friends who we cajoled into uh, parading the lit pudding. My children are absolutely <laughs> mortified when we have to do it on home soil. Uh, and um, <laughs> Their front door was open. So we thought, oh, fantastic. They've remembered that we parade the pudding. Why they'd know we do that. And so we um, we duly traipsed in through the house, singing Good King Wenceslas very badly because no one can ever remember the words because uh, it's such a long carol. We do have words either on our phones or, you know, pinned to our backs, but you can't see them. Um, and so we paraded through. They were all sat eating their Christmas dinner and they kind of <laughs> looked up in utter shock. As 12 of us paraded through with our hats on and the pudding singing. And we just, uh, and they clearly were not expecting us. Clearly. <laughs> So and the shock on their faces. And so we um we we sort of duly paraded back out again and and came home and uh, laughed all the way. So that was fun. And uh, my my friend um Alison, whose house it was, <laughs> says that they're still recovering from the trauma of that moment and that they they hadn't realized their front door was open. So actually it's a good job we did do that because they've got a dog who loves to um escape so uh, thankfully he hadn't escaped from their house he was still there so uh, anyway we did them a favor really 12 of us parading through so that's what we do apparently it's it's, it started by my great uncle um so my aunties sadly my mum's not alive to to ask her about it but my aunties were saying that um that they remember doing it when they were younger as well it's weird so did you ever do it at yeomans yes we did at yeomans we used you remember auntie mary who lived next door in peddlers oh yes well we used to parade through her house as well bless her and she was she was like 95 and 28 of us would parade through her house singing good king (laughs) wenceslas with the pudding and she looked she looked equally as bewildered as our neighbors did Listeners, right. if you're still listening after finding out how deranged <laughs> the yeah. Joe's tra- so, English tradition is, <laughs> yeah. So this year, this year we're all um, we're we're all. So my brother, bless him, before he um, passed away, he had actually paid for us all to go to a big house um, and have Christmas in this beautiful house, um, and because uh, we were due to be at their house, and we thought it might be too much with uh, if he was going through treatment. So um, so the good thing about this big house that we're going to is it's got three acres of land or something. So we don't have to. <laughs> we you don't, don't have, have to upset anyone. <laughs> the, uh, the local community who won't have a clue who we are and what we're doing. So uh, and there'll be no explanation. Save any arrests. Or yeah, stuff, save any know, arrests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my children, who are all adults now, are highly, highly grateful for that. <laughs> that's, that's I'm Christmas. just jealous. Mm. I'm just jealous I was never involved in any of these yeah. but obviously I wouldn't have been that'd have been no. with my parents on yeah when I was well, you know. up, but... you're always welcome 
<laughs> oh, I'm going, oh, do you know, one of these days I might have to take you up on it. Just, I just think I might need the experience. <laughs> anyway, we have now just prattled on completely yes. off yes, topic, sweetie. Yes. So, well, don't don't apologise. I think that's more interesting than what I've done because all I've done is uh, made a few cakes, nearly finished writing my course. Um, I've been to the dentist. That's expensive here. I can tell you that for nothing, and done a first aid course, and and looked at how many downloads of our podcast we've had. Oh yeah, now this is makes. Oh, I know. Brrr, if I could play the drums, I need my son here, who is a drummer. Um, no, um, I am super super excited. Considering we have done nothing but put a few things on our social media, we haven't. Um, publicized it marketed it uh but we've got we've had 102 downloads no, down, 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 down. <laughs> 102 102 wow. um and i can't actually believe there's 102 people that want we'll to be able to, to um, retire soon won't we <laughs> oh, i'll tell you what they'll be knocking at the door wanting blinking <laughs> advertising promotions yeah. for a show oh. but i think the funniest thing oh, when i researched it was we've been downloaded in eight countries that's Fantastic. what's really made me happy. Mm. We've gone off far across the States and Canada. Mm-hmm. We're obviously in Australia, but it's not just me downloading. <laughs> <You'll be laughs> yes. um, and we have been in Hong Kong, Ooh. Belgium, Ooh. France, um, oh, and Britain and, and Australia. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, can't remember them off the top. Oh, Greece. Yes, it's quite exciting. So, people, if you um do want to recommend us to anybody else to listen to, I just want to see the map get bigger when I look at the locations. Mm. <laughs> I want some more little blue dots being downloaded <laughs> here. So, anyway, but one thing I would like ask, uh, would like to ask our listeners to do is send us some questions. We have been asking for a while, mm. and we haven't had any questions or funny stories, or maybe we haven't reminded you enough. But our email address is what the fogcast at gmail.com and we would love to hear some stuff or uh have some questions or anything mm. that you'd like us to talk about or bring up because that would, yeah. would just um because otherwise it's just about me and joe really mm. so what's the email address again em watch the fogcast at gmail.com fantastic yes do get in touch with us we we love to be in touch with people real people now what? Oh, now I I've been yes. darling. Sorry, you yes. would say so. I this week, obviously, you know me. I like a good old podcast listen, mm. and I because I can combine it with my walking, and I feel like I'm multitasking. So I've been listening to a lovely doctor called Doctor Lisa Moscone, who has written the XX Brain and the Menopause Brain. The Menopause Brain is a book that's going to be published, and we are going to be talking more about what I've learned from her in our next podcast mm-hmm. but what have you been up to because I do believe you mentioned that you had found a little uh, gem of a podcast as well or a yes. podcaster I have I've got a new uh, women's health specialist GP crush oh tell me more <laughs> tell I so uh, it was actually my future son-in-law because there's been more there's been more exciting news in my household and my youngest daughter is getting engaged or has got engaged, I should say. So that's lovely. And she's Oh, I'm engaged. sorry. I didn't ask oh, about your right. happy news. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Anyway, carry um, on. 
So, um, so her, yeah, so her lovely fiance, as we now call him, oh. Levi, sent me the link to this podcast. Uh, and um, I listened to it yesterday. So I had a long car journey and uh, it's over an hour long, about an hour and a quarter. And it's actually a diary of a CEO podcast, which I'm sure our listeners will be aware of because um, Stephen Bartlett, who is one of the dragons in Dragon's Den it's his podcast. Absolutely fantastic. He's a 30 year old, um, you know, so entrepreneur, incredible, uh, you know, done really successful. He is really interested and really advocating, I would say, for women on around the issue of menopause, which is superb. And he was interviewing my new GP, my new women's health specialist uh, GP crush, uh, which is Dr. Mary Claire Haver. Um, and I'd not heard, I'd not come across her before. Uh, she's absolutely superb. And one of the things she's clearly, and you know, she's an incredibly um, smart woman, incredibly intelligent, and it's very science based. You'd love it because it's very sciencey. Uh, but she's <laughs> a, you know, she's done loads of research. Um, uh, but she explains things really, really simply for those of us who just don't get you know, science in the same way. Um, but I would honestly say this podcast is um, is really worth taking the time to listen to. She has something called a menopause toolkit that she talks about. She, um, you can download, um, uh, what is it? You can download something um, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically- well, Don't worry, darling, tell me and we'll yeah. put it in the notes. You can yeah, tell me later. Okay. So she, but she really, she's really, um, she's, she talks about HRT a lot. She's not, she's, she's really into HRT as well, but she's also really into nutrition and she's, uh, she's developed a, a particular diet. Uh, there's a book that I'm going to get hold of um, that because she said the number one thing that women were coming to her with was um, in this time of life was weight gain and they weren't doing anything different. Um, they weren't eating any differently, but they were putting on weight and they didn't understand why and they couldn't shift it. And so she's done a lot of research into what's actually going on in our bodies. She's really understood it and she's put together um, <clears throat> a, a particular diet. And I'm just going to find the name of it because I've put. The, I'm, the, oh, you know me. <clears throat> this is right up my street being the yeah. science nerd. Yeah. So she's called it's the Galveston diet. The Your ultimate oh. menopause health. Um, and she, so it's on Amazon. You can buy it on Amazon. And then she's got a new book coming out that you can pre-order uh, that's coming out in uh, May next year called The New Menopause, Navigating Your Path Through um, Menopause and something, I think. Navigating Your Path Through Hormonal Change with Purpose, Power and Facts. So it's honestly... I love she it. Was, she was phenomenal. So um, Diary of a CEO podcast, Mary Claire Haver, um just really well worth a listen and i'm certainly going to be reading everything she puts out and um and and you know sort of like um yeah learning from her myself uh and she's got loads of resources as well she's got something that's right she's got the th it, what it's called is the menopause empowerment guide which is on her website um and uh oh you can follow the link through instagram actually she's she's really big on instagram so um okay 
uh, if you if you look there get get hold of the menopause empowerment guide you particularly will enjoy that em because it's she does talk about the sort of you know nutritional aspects the nerdy bits yeah yeah that's right (laughs) but it's it's in layman's terms which is fantastic so she says nutrition Mm. should come first hrt is really important vitamin d is incredibly important for women um and she talks about eating more fiber that how important that is and um and her key message which i love one of her key messages which i loved because this is what i feel i'm all about is that women have to advocate for themselves so we have mm-hmm. to uh you know we have to understand what's going on what's out there what what are the things that can help and support us who can help and support us and not minimize this time of life not not devalue it because we some sometimes we do that ourselves we kind of dismiss it and we say oh it's just you know this it's just women's health but when you understand how our bodies change what's happening you know physically and and scientifically you start to realize just how important it is that we um understand and therefore we can advocate for us for ourselves if we're not getting what we need from the health professionals if we're not getting you know if we're struggling because all of this is ultimately it's by the 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 word preventable is is a strong word but you know there are things we can do that will make life better for us and but we will have to make changes we will have to take control we do need to do things like strength training we do need to get you know get our sleep sorted we do need to get our nutrition sorted and we and you know we do need hrt uh if we can have hrt because it's we need to replace our uh, you know our hormones that are disappearing so it's um yeah it, she's fascinating so I would thoroughly recommend a listen to to her there we are that's me done you can see how excited no I love that <laughs> I know but you're it's so true because when you were talking that I was just thinking you know I've spoken to my my mum laughs well she doesn't anymore about me being a menopause coach because uh, oh, well, we just got on with it didn't yeah, we yeah and I was like well, yes, mum, you did, but that's because the science wasn't there to tell you. So, yeah. and I'm now looking back on every yeah. symptom that I know yeah. about the menopause, and my mum yeah. would go, "Oh, it's this, this." I'm not yeah. going to mention them, but this, this, and this. Yes. and I, I go back to and go, "Oh, you know that was a menop- that was a lack of estrogen symptom," and yeah. I want to go back to her. And when she, I, t- I don't know if I told you this, Joe, but when she was looking through my um my, my assignments and I was writing my assignments, mm. she, she was proofreading them for me. <laughs> she said she was eighty. She said, "Oh, I feel like you've convinced me that I need HRTM." Oh, bless <laughs> her. Like, but mum, the the science is just there, and mm. they didn't advocate for themselves, and because they, they didn't know, no. And the health system doesn't advocate for women. So it's, you know, it's, it really, it's a systemic issue, isn't it, as well? And women have just been, we've been, um, yeah, well, we've been devalued in in so many different aspects of of life and 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 I love the way that women are kind of going no this is not okay anymore and and let's shine a light on these these issues so that we do understand um and so that we can find the right solutions for us um and we can live healthy and well into our older age one of the things um Mary Claire says is about estrogen actually is estrogen is much better as a sort of preventative um as yeah as a preventative than a cure so it's really important that women get onto estrogen as soon as they need it so she was saying her daughter is doing 
she's a medical student she's 22 23 and she said mum why why should there ever be a gap why should we why should women suffer the gap but you know when estrogen starts to decline why should they why should we have to why can't we go on to estrogen as soon as it starts falling so that we give ourselves the best possible chance of you know living healthy and well and you know preventing these awful osteoporosis and brain you know alzheimer's and all that cardiovascular disease type yeah, 2 diabetes exactly, exactly. Um, and she said, yes, yeah, she said, if I uh, should, what I would be wanting to do is when women get to 35 is start blood testing to see what's happening to their estrogen, because it can happen as soon, you know, as young as that. Um, and because, we, you know, our ovaries start to decline really quickly after the age of 30 or, you know, I can't remember the, the numbers. You'd, you'd remember them if you were listening to it. But it is quite staggering how few eggs we we actually, you know, release and, and what's going on with our ovaries after a certain age. Um, forgive me, dear listener, for my terrible um, science head. But there we are. Um, and she was saying that we it should be testing. Matter. <laughs> we should be testing you know and to see what's going on and giving women if they need it if they want it and if that's you know if they if that's their their choice they should be giving the estrogen because it works much better if the earlier we get it it's it's better that you know for our long-term outcomes as well so yeah I, I it's really fascinating and this and actually one of the things she was talking about was vaginal estrogen as well and I think you you saw something in the news didn't you this week about um UTIs and so there's a nice segue into that for you. I was going to say, this is a perfect segue into our what news in the yeah. news section, yeah. Joe. <laughs> so, yes, there are two bits of news in the news. Um, and as you quite rightly say, this is about the great UTI scandal, it is called. And it was in The Guardian this uh, week, 17th of December, I do believe. And it actually quite scary. Now, I won't go on because obviously I could give the listener so many uh, so many facts and figures. But what I would like you to um, think about if you are a menopausal or perimenopausal woman is the role of vaginal estrogen mm. in your menopause journey. Mm, mm. Um, apart from the huge amounts of symptoms we have, which covers every system in our body and goes on and on, we have estrogen receptors everywhere. But what we seem to sort of take, uh, what we sort of miss and we don't get the same effect through systemic HRT is looking after our vaginas and mm. vulvas and our bladders and our whole undercarriage, as I mm. like to call it. <laughs> um, and I know, well, I don't really know what else to call it. It's everything down there that's important. Mm. Um, and we don't. And we don't. And it's really an, uh, annoying. And that has mm. so many benefits. So... For in, so vaginal estrogen, quick recap, it can be taken as pessary, uh, a gel, a cream or a, um, a ring, like a rubber ring that um, releases um, hormones over about a three month period. So but these these um, these statistics are quite, quite scary. So in the past five years, one point eight million hospital admissions for UTIs, so urinary tract infections. I did wow. have somebody say, you keep talking about UTIs, what are they? They're a urinary tract infection. 1.8 million? Million. Hospital wow. admissions in Hosp England alone. Good grief. 
and I'll put the link to this article from yeah. The Guardian in our show notes. So, and that's without looking at GP appointments. So after the age of 45, so sorry, listeners. So one of the symptoms of lack of estrogen in our undercarriage, as I just said, is an increase in urinary tract infections. So over the age of 45, they increase. UTIs, and this is quite quite shocking i don't want i'm not saying this to to scare anyone but it, it's actually yeah. written in this um report utis can lead to sepsis worse than dementia and death uh by sort of like dementia can happen through people being dehydrated it's a bit of a i don't want to go yeah. into that but you if, if yeah, you yeah. read the thing you'll get yeah, a bigger picture risk factors aren't they yes so one in four women have a urinary tract infection bacteria that is um um a strain of bacteria that's resistant to common mm. antibiotics and if you imagine consistent use she's losing the benefits of her gut health so it the implications go on and on but this was um so according to the american journal of obstetrics and gynecology vaginal oh why did i say vaginal i always say vaginal <laughs> vaginal estrogen <laughs> reducing <laughs> vaginal <laughs> it's an ugly word isn't it oh <laughs> I don't know what I don't know where that came from. A vagina. So let me start again. Is that how they According say it in Australia? <laughs> no, Vaginal. but the, I don't. Vagina. 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 No, vagina. Vaginal. You don't. V- vaginal. You don't call it a v- vagina, do you? There, I'm, 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 we're going off. We're going off. We are. We are. Pull it back. Pull it back. So anyway, pull it back. So v- vaginal estrogen reduces UTIs by fifty percent. That's amazing. And. So just to put this into the context of the NHS and thing of, of getting a prescription, um, mm. hospital admissions for people with UTIs um, is about £400 million per year. Wow. Wow. And if you think with the American Journal saying that UTIs can be reduced by 50%, actually, if we actually start thinking about vaginal estrogen being used, mm. not just, uh, or as well as, because people that have had breast cancer because it's... um topical mm-hmm. uh it's safe for them to use and if you've mm-hmm. got any please go to the uh balance um website where you will find uh, dr louise newson has written many many things that you can find out about the safety of it um but this is something that actually women don't know about um and should know about and also in this article joe it's what i talked about with the in hormones ladies mm. it um Oestrogen helps the collagen formation, which is the strength. Mm-hmm. So we pee ourselves less as well. We don't need to go on about my peeing episodes. I think I no. shared enough of that with the effing hormones ladies. <laughs> <laughs> which now I'm back on it regularly. Yeah. Miraculously. Oh, not happening. Yeah. So there we go. Mm-hmm. And well the done. other news in the news, I'm going to leave to you because I can't pronounce it. <laughs> oh, no. Ah. The other news <laughs> in the news... I don't think I can. Hang on a minute. Let me see if I can get a uh, recording of someone (laughs) pronouncing it. While Joe's trying to find that, I'm going to tell you. This is a treatment that has become available. It's just been approved by the MHRA for women under 65. Again, a bit naughty that women over 65 have been excluded from this, but... Um, works in uh, works on a place in the brain, deep in the brain, the hypothalamus, which controls our temperature. And um, Joe and Joe mm. and I've been trying to practice this pronunciation. <laughs> and we still can't get it right. Basilinitant. Yes. 
Yes, we said it. Basil so, in the tent. Um, yes, has had mixed reviews, hasn't it? I think, but um, but anyway, it's an option, and I think it's just one of those things that again, do your research around it and understand what what is out there. Unfortunately, it is only available or privately at the minute, but the plan is that it's licensed on the NHS um, next year. They're hoping, aren't they? So, um, yes. I think, yeah, it's and, and particularly for women who can't or don't want to take HRT, but are really suffering with hot flushes and the physometer symptoms, um, it's it's going to be, you know, potentially um, really, really helpful. Um, so, yeah, there we are. That's I, I don't know any more than that, but go and do your research. Yeah, I don't really much either. Everybody's been either. It sort of just come literally yesterday, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, so it was all, all in the BBC news a... yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So the news but... in the news, people, is phasalinotent. Yes. <laughs> and vaginal estrogen. Yes. And that is, there are take-home messages today. I think, although Joe and I like to have a good old chinwag, we do actually yes. want to give you some take-home messages. And I think they're really two important ones, medically and to help you. Obviously, we're not doctors. We can only report to you what we learn ourselves. Um, you have to speak to your GPs about it. But as Joe just said, we have to advocate for ourselves. We have to go to the mm. doctors and go, I've heard about this. I've done my research because they haven't. And mm. some and sometimes it's not their fault. They're very, very busy. They don't have time to. They have to know about every part of our body. Mm. And, mm. you know, so look after yourselves. Go with your information. Um, so that's our that's our medical sciencey bit. Now, Joe. Yes. So just on that, um, I offer GP prep sessions. So if you are going to, if you are booking an appointment with your GP and you just want to talk through, uh, and so does M, and you just want to talk through what is going on uh, for you and you want to talk through options and get clear in your head before you go to that appointment, then um, then email the, the show or look at um, our links in our bios and you will be able to book a session with one of us um, because we really want women to feel confident and have clarity as they go into those appointments as well so it's also lovely when they come out of the appointments going oh the GP was really really impressed with the amount of information and research yes. and, and signposting yes. you gave me yes <laughs> yeah. that's the one I love yeah GP was very impressed so, so we were going to try and do the 12 days of Christmas that fell flat on its that. yeah I know. I had this great Five idea. Five estrogen was... rings. That's as far as I got. Oh, I'll tell you what. Five so I said to Joe, so listeners. Rings. Rings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, Joe and I used to be in a band together many moons ago. That's a long story. <laughs> Won't go there on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I had this crazy idea when I chatted to Joe about everybody doing the advent calendar of menopausal symptoms. And I was like, oh, that's so down. <laughs> Let's do 12 positives of menopause. <laughs> and I was like, can't think of any fiery, fiery <laughs> and independent and not taking any shit from anyone yeah um and going into a new spring i i, I couldn't I, I, no. I couldn't make them powerful enough i mean i'm no. really happy with where i'm going but yeah. that's because i've got my hrt and i'm doing my exercise and my you know you've got a newfound purpose as well and i think purpose is not to be underestimated at this time of life actually and it's really important that we have a sense of our purpose. And so many women lose that sense of purpose at this time of life because they feel they're less capable. They feel less confident in their abilities because of the undermining that, that occurs 
due to you know sort of hormones and all the other things the pressures that are on them and uh, and around them and you know that sandwich generation sort of thing as well and and women just end up getting squeezed and squeezed don't they and and it's really sad and and we've that uh, yeah really want to empower women to um to reconnect with your purpose because that's certainly what's given M and I our um you know just the sort of the the energy and the life back I think isn't it as well as the HR you know HRT has leveled us out has balanced our hormones and given us um you know for me I was really low mood anxious just not able to get motivated and HRT really has helped so much with all of that um and I started to feel a lot more like me again and that's why I hear women say a lot is I feel like me again I've lot you know they say I've lost me I don't know I, I don't know where I've gone who am I anymore and then and then you know through maybe some one-to-ones maybe the HRT a combination of things they start to go oh I, I feel like me again and I found my joy again and I found my purpose and that's what it's about because it's not the end of anything um it's it's the beginning of great things if if you you know if you want it to be yeah oh I can feel another podcast title finding me again we could tell our stories finding finding me. yeah we could yeah. <laughs> or finding Mimi for me <laughs> oh yeah finding Mimi and finding Mimo <laughs> uh, right so we need to wrap this up don't we we do. So golden nugget time, my darling, because yes. we were pathetic on I our know. last solo, our, so, so, our solo one. Well, not solo, our duo. We yeah. didn't do our three golden nuggets. No, we need to do our three golden nuggets. So you've got two, haven't you? Yes, I do. But I think they, they I think this is the way we work together because they actually sort of work mm. with yours as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I will start off with uh, my first golden nugget for this uh, Christmas time is self-care. Mm. Now, I hate that word. Joe and I both hate that word, but I haven't ever found another alternative. So my first one is if you suffer from hot flushes, we're going to take Emma Gosnell's advice from the F in Hormones podcast. And don't layer up. Have a couple of thick layers or one thick layer that can just be whipped off in that kitchen when that turkey's cooking and that hot flush is taking over. <laughs> so that's golden nugget number one. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> um, and my golden nugget would be um, before we do a lot of preparing for Christmas. So in all the preparation for Christmas, uh, list three ways that you can apply self-care over the Christmas season. So get prepared for self-care. Uh, would be my uh, golden nugget and uh, and uh, commit to, you know, to doing those three things so that you remain um, calm and happy uh, wherever possible over this season and not feel <laughs> overwhelmed and overworked. <laughs> well, it is an overwhelming um, time anyway, isn't it? Mm. And if you're going through the menopause system, it, uh, menopause system, menopause <laughs> symptoms, it yeah. can just actually just be just too much. Yeah. So absolutely. And a good walk in nature will yes. do the trick as well. And there's a good app called Headspace as well that I discovered yesterday, um, which might be might be nice for people to have. And my third golden nugget or the third golden nugget mm. is use this time to research what you're going through. Be careful what you read. Go to uh, resources that are um, reliable and find out what's going on. 
and help yourself. And I would put that with going for a walk in nature on your own, away from the family, listening to a podcast. Mm. And if you've only got time to listen to one podcast, I would recommend the Mary Claire Haver one on the um, uh, Diary of a CEO because you'll get so much good information from that. And it's real factual, scientifically backed uh, information that will empower you, I believe, actually. And I'd love to hear, if people do listen to it, I'd love to hear what you thought. Uh, or we'd love to Brilliant. hear what you thought. All I can think of it now is five estrogen rings. Three incontinence pads. Da, 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 no, da, no, da. we're not. That's not positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. No more periods. Yeah, no. There we go. And on that ending. On that note. <laughs> We wish you all a very happy Christmas and a fog-free New Year. And uh, we look forward to seeing you uh, and hearing from you in the new year. And we look forward to where this is going to go in the new year as well. With 102 downloads, it could go anywhere. (laughs) The world is our oyster. The world is our oyster. oyster. (laughs) Goodbye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. All references can be found in the show notes. Please remember to like, follow, share, subscribe and rate us, any or all of which would be greatly appreciated. Remember to email us your menopausal moments, your funny stories and anything you'd like us to talk about or questions. The email is watchthefogcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on the following socials. Instagram, Joe is underscore what the fog. M is the modern menopause. Joe has a private Facebook group called What the Fog. Joe's website is courage-coaching.co.uk. M's website is themodernmenopause.co.uk. You can find us both on LinkedIn, Joe Ibbert and Emma Meads. <laughs>